Hello, everyone, and welcome to Christine's Blessing. I am .com, and today this episode goes out to a very special friend of mine by the name of Kimmy Matthews, who had the courage to engage in a conversation for discovery at what was actually at the source of a way of being and acting she developed that was counterintuitive, counterproductive, and completely in disalignment with who she is as a created phenomenon. So Kimmy, thank you for having the courage to do that and be that kind of person because it gave me access to what I want to talk about today, which is how did I get to be the way that I am? As a performance and executive coach, it is something that I am constantly engaging in, sometimes willingly, sometimes not, sometimes intentionally, sometimes unintentionally. And either way, I've created and constituted myself as a receiver of all communication. So regardless of my constants at any given moment, one thing I know I am reliable for is listening and having what that person has said make a difference over here where I am. Now, I'm not saying this is always an instantaneous thing or phenomenon that happens. It just so happens in this case it was, particularly given it's where my intention and attention was actually on at the moment this conversation and interaction was happening. So, take that, if you will, and have it make a difference wherever it can in your life. Now, how did I wind up being the way I am? And people can agree that the entity slash being who calls herself Christine has many and multi-facets to people's experience of her and for myself, for my experience of myself. And yes, I know it's weird. I just talked about myself or referred to myself in third person. I am going to do that from time to time during this particular podcast because that's the flow of the conversation for me. So bear with me. Now, in this particular instance, in this conversation with Kimmy, I was engaging in one viewpoint of how she wound up being as a way to belong. And as always, as a coach, if I've not done the looking myself, how dare I say anything to someone else? Because anything I say is conceptual and concepts make no difference really when it comes to living your life. Consider we all know the concept of how to 
get rich. You save your money and you don't spend it. Or you get a job that pays you a lot of money. You get some skill set that people need that nobody else offers. We all know that concept. Yet actually having it happen in real life, not so much so. So rather than engage in a conversation of concept, I actually shared with her my personal experience where I had discovered something for myself that was actually the source, the root, the cause of one of my ways of being and acting that was that was a default for me, right? And I shared with her how when I was in, you know, growing up, I never actually experienced myself as being cool. I could never be as cool as the people that I thought were cool. And ergo, I soon had a break or experienced a break in belonging. And I'll never forget, I shared this with her, I'll share it with you. The moment I discovered and created and actually said, wow, if I can't be cool, then blah, blah, blah. Now, what happened was, I'm in middle school. There I am, I'm in middle school. I'm on a playground, as many middle schools had. This one particularly was the lower field, which was what doubled as the soccer field. So it was all grass. And we would, for recess, go out and literally just walk laps around this field. And that's what we did. We didn't have swings. We didn't have monkey bars. Not in middle school. Elementary school, yes. Middle school, no. So, all right outside whatever I forget what the day was actually called but we literally just went out on this field and just walked around the field some people ran some people walked there, there was little it was literally like I mean yeah you okay if you finish and blah 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 then you got to go back inside or something like that but who really wanted to go back inside all right so nobody was really rushing to you know what I mean like go around this field so me and my girls, like, we're just there, we're walking, and, like, I'm with the girls that I thought were cool, and whatever, okay, cool. And I'm walking, and about two or three laps in, I just so happened to look down, and right there by the fence was a little baby bunny. I remember being like, what? And so I went, and I picked it up. Now, okay, I know everybody's screaming, no, why did you do that? Because I was in middle school, and I didn't know any better. Right? That's why I did that. And there was no adult there to tell me not to do it. All right. So I picked up this little baby bunny. Now I did know enough to know it's a baby bunny. Okay. Where is the mama bunny? This bunny is nowhere to be found. Yes, I know. I touched it. Mama bunny, blah, blah, blah. Okay. I get it, folks. I'm in middle school and I reacted. I saw a baby animal without a mama and I picked it up. All right. And I took it to the adult. All right, well, what do we do? All right, well, let's take it to the teacher. Now, before all that happened, right, I was like, oh, my God, you guys, I found this little baby bunny. Because all the girls were like, where did Christine go? Like, she just stopped. And when they saw I had this little baby bunny in my hands, this one girl, Amanda Stoll, who I thought was like so cool. She was so tall, 
long blonde straight hair blue eyes you know had the after braces teeth right where she had the retainer in so always at lunchtime she had a day out of retainer right like but it was just so cool like I thought she was so cool so she when she was like Christine this oh my god like cool things always happen to you I remember I straight up looked at that Pia like she was crazy was this cool girl literally over here telling me I was cool no she said cool things always happen to you and then that moment I got I can't be cool like the cool kids but cool things can always happen to me I can be someone that cool things always happen to me and if I look back in my life I can totally see where it just so happened I ended up in a position that everyone else was like oh my god that's so cool that thing right there that you have it's so cool that blah 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 is so unique right it's one of the reasons why I picked up Hello Kitty that I'm not cool but I know Hello Kitty back then and even now if you look she was cool so if I had Hello Kitty then by association I was cool I Hello Kitty decked it out took forever for me to get rid of that now what's even funnier is when I'm sharing this story with Kemi what she says to me is man well that's cool now what's so funny is when I shared that with Kimmy and I said to her right that's how I wound up as a default way of being what she said to me was that's so cool why can't I have that as a default way of being and I said to her exactly now wouldn't it be so great if the story ended there but guess what it doesn't (laughs) so I do as any coach does I take this insight that I just got this this tangibleness this linguistic uh, distinction I now have called aha right I then share it why because that's how it becomes and lives more real for me all right and that's how it makes a difference for other people so in continuing to share this it actually dug even deeper and I actually saw what was at the source of my FOMO see If I am someone that is cool by association of the cool things that happen to me, then by default, my life is naturally going to be in that arena to satisfy that longing, that break in belonging. I need to be around things that are happening that are cool, that other people think are cool how crazy is that now what's so brilliant and what actually makes a difference about me even now having this knowledge about myself 
even as a concept, is I now get to choose. Christine, do you actually want to go because you want to go? Or do you want to go because what's missing for you right now is the experience of belonging in this moment? 